Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. I'm excited to share the word of the Lord with you uh, today. Last week we started kind of like a mini series called I Quit. And last week we talked about I quit making excuses. How many of you enjoyed that last week? Are you ready to quit making excuses? Come on, God. Uh, a few of you are, 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 are okay with that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, we can make so many excuses and, and never jump into the things that God has for us and it can hold us back. Well, well today I want to talk about I quit living in fear because fear can do the same thing. It can cripple us, it can paralyze us, and it can keep us from being the people that God is creating us to be and also doing the things that God uh, wants us to do. It can, it can cripple uh, your life. So I want to talk about that with you, if you're okay with that, uh, a little bit um, today. How many of you remember growing up and maybe you, had, maybe you had some fears growing up? Anybody afraid of the dark? Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're afraid, afraid of the dark and you probably had a nightlight. I, I grew up, like, I, born, I was born in 81. So Star Wars for the first time was really popular back then. It still is today. But, but Star Wars was a big thing right around then. It came out in the late 70s, and then the other couple episodes came out throughout the 80s. And so I had all the Star Wars curtains and the, and the sheets and the nightlights, right? You know? So, so I, you know, if you had a nightlight growing up, yeah. Um, here's what's funny, Charlie, is Aiden, you know, he's a Star Wars fanatic, okay? Ryan, I posted on your thing last night. You're watching all of them now. If you need any advice, any of you, about Star Wars, Aiden will tell you, What's the deal? He'll tell you all the characters. Uh, but, uh, I don't, you know, oddly enough, he has a Star Wars nightlight um, in his room. It's a really cool LED one, and, and he has one in his room. Because there's been some times where he's a little uh, nervous about being in there all alone in, in the dark. That's something that we grow up with. There may be some other fears that maybe uh, you have cultivated over there. Anybody don't like spiders? Irma, I can tell. You, you're not a spider person, are you? I didn't even have to ask that. Speaking of Irma, if uh, she cleans uh, the church uh, for us and does an amazing job, but, but there's some times when she doesn't know when um, some of us are around, me or Millie, and we'll come around the corner and she's like, oh my gosh, you know. We scare her all the time. If she were a cat, she would have lost all her nine lives um, already. Sometimes we do it on purpose, don't we, Millie? We, we, we're like, oh, she's coming, she's coming. And we'll, boom, and she's on. <laughs> You know, it's really fun. We have fun around here uh, on staff. There's just a few of us around here during the day, so we got to make, and Barbara sometimes is in on that. She's here sometimes. Uh, she's, she's trying to get a job here and get us to pay her, uh, but, but that's just not going to happen just yet. Um, but, uh, but anyway, we have fun, and, and I don't know if you get scared easily, uh, but, but maybe that, that's a fear that um, If you've been around me very long, you'll know I don't do snakes, Okay. Uh, I don't, uh, there, there was a snake out here a few weeks ago. By the way, we are not that kind of church. This snake just crawled up here in the bushes, so we don't have them hidden somewhere. Uh, because let's be, I would not be your pastor if this was that kind of church. I don't do snakes, right? Um, and, and so, like, don't prank me. I will not be your friend anymore. Um, I, I, any snake, I know some of y'all are like, well, it's just a black snake and blah, blah. I, I know, I get it. I don't like him, okay? So I'm not going anywhere near him. Uh, don't try me with that stuff. Um, I don't do these things. Uh, when we are first born as babies, there's really only two fears that they have. A fear of falling and a fear of loud noises, right? A fear of falling and a fear of loud noises. All the other fears that we develop over the years are learned fears. 
They're, they're fears that we learn through experience and, and through going through things um, in, in life. So, so all of these different th- fears that we may cultivate over the years, like the boogeyman and, 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 and all these, you know, uh, being afraid of the dark and all these different things, we, we develop those and we learn those um, over the years. Today, uh, there might be some different fears. I'm not talking about being frightened and, uh, you know, scared like Irma, uh, uh, but, but, but there may be some different fears in your life that are holding you back. Because fear will cripple you. It will paralyze you. It will keep you stuck with where you're at in, in your life. I don't want you stuck, right? Anybody want to live stuck? I don't, I don't want you to live stuck. I want you moving forward in the things that God has for you in your life. I want you living in freedom. Anybody want to be free, right? Come on. Yeah, I, I thought a few of you would be on, on board with that. But I want, you to, I want you to live free. But oftentimes we allow some fears in our life to keep us uh, from moving forward. So today I want you to simply learn to say, I quit living in fear. I want you to say that with me this morning. Say, I quit, I quit. living in fear. Let's say it one more time for emphasis. Say, I quit living in fear. Man, I hope you don't just repeat that after me. I hope after today you start declaring that over your life. You start living in that today. Here's some common fears. Again, I'm not talking about being afraid of the dark or being afraid of some of these other... Here's some common fears that we often live with in life. One of those is the fear of loss. The fear of loss, whether it's losing something or, or losing someone. Many of us, we may fear uh, losing a spouse. You, you, may, you may worry about that. You know, I don't, I don't want to lose my spouse. You may fear uh, you know, losing your children. Not necessarily to, to death, like physically losing your children, but maybe just losing that relationship with your children. It could be something like that. Many of us uh, fear losing something, maybe something that's significant to us or, or, or something that's important to us. Maybe it's the loss of a job because we, we value uh, financial uh, stability and security. And so the fear of, uh, of losing a job. There's many things that we could, uh, could say that we fear in that category, the fear of loss. Another common uh, fear that we battle with is the fear of failure. Not feeling like we're adequate enough. Feeling like, hey, you know, if I, I put myself out there and start this new thing, what if, what if it doesn't work? What if, what if I fail? What if, anybody ever experienced that before? What, 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 if, what if I try this new thing? What if, I, what if I, I feel like I'm going to this new job, but what if it doesn't work out? And we can really get stuck in, in that, that what if in, in our life. What, what, if, what if I fail? What if I don't win the game? What if I don't, you know, many young people, they, they feel that way. What if I go up to bat? Aiden's playing baseball right now. My son Aiden, what, what if I go up to bat? What if I strike out? And there's a very real fear in all kinds of different things uh, in our life and the fear of failure. And oftentimes when it comes to failure, if, if we fear that failure, it will keep us stuck. It'll keep us from trying new things. It'll keep us going out for that new job. It'll keep us from doing this or doing that. And oftentimes doing the things that God has called us to. Another common fear is the fear of rejection. Fellas, you may have uh, gone through high school and you were so afraid of asking that girl out because what if she said no? Some of you in the room, you were afraid to, to drop down on one knee and ask your, your spouse to marry you because what if they said no? Right? It was a very real fear of rejection um, in, in our life. We, we live in this people-pleasing mindset today, especially with social media. What if I post this and nobody likes it? What if I post this and nobody comments on this? What if I post this beautiful picture of this strawberry shortcake that Olivia has taken and, and nobody goes and buys a shortcake at the festival, right? 
That's a fear I've been living with this past week. Because I'm like, dude, go. Go to the festival. Right? What, 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 what if they don't like me? I, I want to get this new hairstyle. What if they don't like my, what if my, my husband doesn't like my hair? Fellas, you got to say yes whether you like it or not, okay? So just, yes, dear, right? Where's Mark at? He's up in the sound, but yes, dear. That's what you need to learn, learn to say, right? Uh, yes, dear. Yeah, yeah well, we, we fear rejection. What if they don't like me? What if they don't like the way I dress? What if they don't like the, the house that I live in or the car that I drive or the job that I have? We live with this very real fear of rejection in our life. Another common one is this, the fear of the unknown. The fear of the unknown. Maybe uh, you're living with that today. What, what if I get sick? What if I get this illness? Or what if I have this illness and I never recover from it, right? What, 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 what if? What if I, I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. What if I do lose my job? Or what if I don't get this job, right? And we, we live with this fear of the unknown often. What, what's going to happen in my future? What if, what if my kids grow up and they don't go to church anymore? And then there's this very real fear of the unknown. I know a lot of people would say uh, right now that maybe things are going great. And maybe you're like, wow, man, things are just really too good to be true. And I'm just kind of waiting for that thing to happen to kind of not be so good. Like, how, many, how many of us do that? You know, it's like, oh, things are going really good. Something bad's about to happen. Like, how many? That, that's a fear as well. We oftentimes will do that in, in our life. So maybe, maybe I'm hitting you somewhere in, in those things. That maybe you've got a little bit of all those things going on today. Maybe you're living in fear. I want to encourage you today. Maybe you're not living in it now, but maybe at some point, because here's the deal. Um, uh, some things are going to happen in our life that aren't going to go our way. Let's, are we, you guys have experienced that in your life already. You know that, that, that life is not perfect all the time, but we serve a perfect God, a perfect Savior that will see us through, that will help us through. And I want to encourage you today. I want, you to encourage, I want to encourage you with this one scripture. You guys ready for this? 2 Timothy 1.7. Many of you already know it. Because you're great Bible scholars. You're great disciples of the Lord. And you memorize scripture, right? Remember when we used to do that back in the day? We used to memorize. And now we've got it just everywhere on our phones. And we don't have to memorize. Memorize it. Because you need to declare this over your life today. I want you to write this verse down. I want you to highlight it in your Bible. You can even highlight it in your Bible app if you have that. I want you to hide this in your heart today. You ready? If you're living in fear, maybe at some point it's going to hit you. Here it is, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of what? But of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, fear is not of you, Lord. So today, I want us to declare over our lives, I want us to, to stir up some faith inside of us today to not live in fear, to not live in worry, to not live in anxiety, God, to not live in the what ifs, but to simply live in your power, and in your love today. In Jesus' name, amen. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Don't you know that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you and me? The Holy Spirit is powerful, and it, and, and it can activate in your life. And you don't have to live in fear because you have the power of God. Amen? Come on, somebody. Don't let me just preach up here. The, 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 the sound is bouncing off the walls. Don't let that happen today. 
You better shout today. Come on. God has given us his power. He has given his love, perfect love, cast out all fear. Come on. He has given us a sound mind. So you have the power and the authority to take every thought captive that you have. He has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Fear is not of God. Fear is not of God. It is from our spiritual enemy. It is from the devil. It is from Satan. And God is the Father, the source. He is the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful God. And he has not given us a spirit of fear. Yet so many of us get consumed with it on a daily basis. Don't live there. Don't go there. Live in faith. Live in his power. Live in God's presence. Live in his love. But so often we are gripped with worry with anxiety, we're overwhelmed in this life, and God has not created us to live that way. So because fear is not from God, that's why I quit living in fear. Because fear is not from God, it's time for you to stop living in fear. You with me this morning, church? By His power, through His Spirit, and His Word, I pray that you will quit living in fear today. Some people would say that fear is the opposite of faith. I, I, I kind of disagree with that a little bit. Let me explain what I mean. I, I believe fear is faith. It's just faith in the wrong things. It, it's faith in the wrong things. What, what, what is fear? Fear is placing faith in the what ifs. All those what ifs that we listed earlier. Well, what if this happens? What if they, y'all ever been there before? You lived in the what ifs? Fear is placing faith in those what ifs in your life. Moses was very guilty of this. If you remember last week when we said uh, that we're going to stop making excuses, we looked at Moses. Because Moses has this crazy encounter with God up on the mountain. Moses is out. He sees something burning up in the mountain. He goes up to inquire about this. He comes up and he realizes he becomes in the presence of God. There's this burning bush and it's not being consumed. So right there, automatically, that is like stinking amazing, right? I grew up in Plant City. I've been around enough bonfires to see some stuff burn up, Joe, right? But here he has this bush, and not only is it not consumed by the fire, but it's talking to him. So either he's having two thoughts. Either I am going out of my mind, or this is something special. And I'm thankful that the latter took over, and he realized that, wow, this, this is God. And so not only does he have this encounter with God, but God begins to speak to him, and God begins to speak into his life and say, listen, I'm going to use you. I've got a great plan for you, Moses. You're going to rescue my people from Israel. And if you remember last week, we looked at that, and we saw what Moses did first. Well, well, well God, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak very well. I don't speak eloquently. I'm not a public speaker. God, why do you have me going to do this thing I don't feel qualified for? And many of us feel that way oftentimes, Right? And if I could just pause there for a moment. If you know anything about Moses' life, he struggled with who he was his entire life. Here is a, a Hebrew who grew up as an Egyptian, not just any Egyptian, but an Egyptian royalty, who at some point realized, hey, I'm not, I'm, that something's off. I'm not really one of these people. And he, and he comes to that realization. He kills an Egyptian. He flees. And now he's out in the wilderness kind of wandering around. What am I doing with my life, right? So, so if you feel like you're in that position in your life today, all you got to do is turn to God and listen to his voice. And he's going to direct your path. This past 
Wednesday, we talked about that, that scripture in Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. You may not understand why you've been through the things that you have in your life, but simply trust in the Lord with all your heart, and he will make your path straight. Amen? And so if you find yourself feeling like Moses today, trust in the Lord. Listen to his voice. Allow him to, to speak to you and, and obey that voice. But at first, Moses tried to get out of it. God, I don't, I don't feel like I can do this, God. And he says, no, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be there with you. I'm going I'm to tell you what to say. I'm going to show you what to do. Here's my staff. I'm going I'm to give you the power to do this. You are not alone. And I would simply say that for you today. If you are living in fear, if you are cri crippled and paralyzed by fear today, you are not alone. You don't have to face that on your own. The Lord your God is with you. Amen? So here's Moses having this amazing encounter, and he's already throwing out, God, I don't think I can do this. God, I don't think I can do this. God, I don't think I can do this. And then if you go to Exodus chapter 4, in verse 1, we see him switch gears. God already tells him, yes, you can, right? Yes, si se puedes. Where's, where's my, uh, my, my Spanish folks? Yes, yes, you can, right? Yes, you can, right? And so he finally gets that mentality shaken up in, in Moses' life and in his heart. But then Moses goes to this next point. He goes from making excuses to now living in fear. And look what he does in Exodus chapter 4, verse 1. He begins to play the what if game. And he says to the Lord, what if, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say that the Lord did not appear to you? God, I hear you. God, I, I hear what you're saying, and this is really awesome, right? But God, what if I get out there and I get up into Egypt and I'm connecting with all of my homies there and the Egyptian royalty, right? And they begin to say, and even your people, what if they begin to say, listen, you are a whack job. You, you did not hear from the Lord. What did you say? You talked to a burning bush. What? You did not hear from the Lord. And, and Moses is playing this what-if game. This hasn't even happened yet. And he's like, look, what, what if this happens? What, what, what if they tell me these things? What if, what if they, they don't listen to me, God? What, what if I'm going and I'm just doing this and this isn't going to work out? And, and, and just like I told you last week with making excuses, don't you know who you're talking to? When we say, God, I, I don't know, what if? Or we say, God, I, I, I don't know if I can. Don't you know who you're talking to? Don't you think if he's going to call you to something or he's going to call you out of something, don't you think he's going to be there with you and work you through it? Don't you know who you're talking to today? And Moses says, what if? We do that all the time. What if the economy drops? What if we get the coronavirus? Right? I'm going to tell you right now, I am not worried about that virus. Don't worry about that stuff. I'll just tell you this one minute. Just wash your hands. We should do that anyway. My grandpa, I was just telling Haley this the other day because we were watching the news and there's all this, because the media is going to hype this up like they're doing, like they always do. Don't fall into that. Don't fall into that fear, okay? I'm not saying don't be concerned. But growing up, you couldn't go to the dinner table at my grandpa's house and if you had not washed your hands. You couldn't even go near the food. You couldn't go in the kitchen, Joe, if you had not washed your hands. Wash your hands. That's all you got to do. All right, I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say about that. But don't live in fear. What, what if we get this? What if, we get, what if the economy tanks? And what if so-and-so becomes president, right? 
What, 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 if all the, what if I lose my health? What if I get sick? What if I lose my job? What if, what if my spouse leaves me? What if my, my kids, something happens to my What if I get in a wreck today? What if I marry a jerk? What if I never get married? What if we never have kids? What if we have like 10 kids? What if the cat gets pregnant? I, you know, we throw all this stuff out there and we can get so wrapped up, man. We, we, I, one of the first jobs I ever had, I, I, was, uh, I opened up this store. I helped open up the store. And, and one of my tasks was to go around and sweep, make sure the store was ready for customers to come in. It's a big store, so I'm sweeping down the aisles. And, and I'm just, it's just me and, and myself and I and, and my thoughts. And I'm just sweeping. And, and I let my mind wander. What I should have been doing is praying over my day and seeking the Lord and worshiping because no one was around and I could do that. But, but instead, I was getting in my feels about stuff. Instead, I was letting my mind go to those what ifs. What if the boss says I didn't do a good job? What, what if he says that? What am I going to say back to him? You know? What, what, what if so-and-so is a, in a bad mood? What if they're a real jerk today and I got to deal with that? Anybody ever do that? You start playing all these scenarios in your head and before you know it, you're getting overwhelmed and you're getting upset over something that has not even happened yet. That's living in fear. That's living in the what ifs. We've got to stop doing that. What I should have been doing is praying. What I should have been doing is seeking the Lord in the first part of my day. What I should have been doing is praying over the atmosphere in that store and saying, hey, God, this is going to be a great day. God, no matter what happens, Lord, I'm going to choose to worship you, God. No matter what happens today in this day, you are still on the throne. No matter who is president, God, you are still on the throne. No matter what happens in the world around me, Father, I'm going to choose to trust you today. And that's how we stop living in fear. We have to combat fear with faith. You fight fear with faith. That's how we quit living in fear. Fear is the place of what ifs. It's placing our faith in those what ifs. Let me ask you this question. Why do your what ifs matter? Why do your what ifs matter? They matter because your fear reveals what you value the most. So, so what you fear reveals what you value the most. So, so if you fear losing your marriage, right, you really value your marriage. And that, that's not a bad thing, right? If you fear something happening to your kids, you value your kids. That, and, and again, that's not a bad thing. If you fear losing your job, you, you value stability and, and financial uh, structure. And, and again, that's not a bad thing. But although we... Uh, we reveal what we value most with fear. Uh, what you fear reveals where you trust God the least. What you fear reveals where you trust God the least. Man, if, if you're worrying about everything, it's going to be hard to have faith at the same time. If you're caught up in being anxious about, about stuff, it's going to be hard to have faith at the same time. Time, we oftentimes will contribute by worrying, and that never does any good, does it? Have faith. I'm not saying you're not going to have legit worries in this life. I'm not, I'm not saying that. You, you will. But have some faith. Trust in God. See God as bigger than whatever thing, whatever what if, whatever thing that you may encounter uh, in this life, trust God that he's going to protect your children. Trust God that he is going to be with you and your spouse in your marriage. Trust God over your finances. Fight fear 
with faith. I want you to write this down today. You've got a, a worship guide that's got some lines on the back. Hopefully you take notes during these sermons, you know, be a good thing. But whether you've got that worship guide on the back or, or you've got a piece of paper in your Bible or maybe just jot it down in the notes on your phone, I want you to write this down. Ready? Uh, write down, I'm not trusting God with blank and fill that blank in today. What is that for you? I'm not trusting God with and, and fill that blank in. Write that down today. Is that your children? Is that your future? Is that your health? Is it someone you love? Is it your aging parents? Is it your grown children? What, what is it that maybe you're not trusting God with today? Is it your finances? What, what is that? What are you not trusting God with today? Be honest. Be honest with God. Be honest with yourself. God, I, I am struggling with this. I am not trusting you with this thing in my life today. You've got to be honest with you. You've got you to own it. You've got to give it to God. And the first step in doing that is acknowledging it and saying, God, I, I'm, I'm dealing with this thing. Hey, if I can just be honest with you, there's times I, I struggle and, and, and fear failure and I feel uh, I fear being inadequate. I've got to be honest, there's times I'll, I'll, I'll go home after a Sunday and and, and sometimes they call Monday in, in the pastoral world a holy hangover. You know, because I'm going Monday, I've been preaching, and I'm going Monday, I'm just, I'm just tired. But I begin reflecting on that, and I'm like, man, God, did anybody listen? I'm, I'm just being real with you as your pastor. I, these are very real thoughts, very real fears. Am I, did anybody listen? I, I'll, I'll come in, uh, you know, Saturday thinking, man, is anybody going to show up? <laughs> this, I, just, again, being honest, that, that these are very real fears in my life. I begin to dream sometimes and think about, God, what if, what, what, what could things be? And then there's some things that really scare me and think, God, I don't know if I can do that. God, can I be a good leader for these people? There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of weight up here to lead you guys. And, I, and I, this is a very real struggle that I have with the Lord. And if I don't learn to pray through that, if I don't, because I'm not going in myself, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not, I'm not, because in myself, I'm inadequate. But man, with God, all things are possible. And I have to remind myself of that daily. And you have to do the same thing. Remind yourself daily. You know what? I don't know what today is going to bring, but I serve a mighty God. And no matter what I go through, I'm going to choose to trust him. So the first thing you need to do is, I, I want you to do this, is acknowledge that fear, whatever that is for you. So write it down. Write it down, not to remind you of it. Not so that you can, can, can be worried now even more, but so that you can now deal with it. Get it out there. Write it down. Tell God. He knows you're dealing with it already, but he wants you to give it to him. God, I'm, this, this is a very real feel. God, I'm dealing with, dealing with this today. God, won't you take it? Now, what I don't want you to do is say, there's no fear. There's nothing here. I'm okay. Everything's okay. You sweep it under the rug, suppress it, push it down, because when that's going to do is that's going to create some whole other issues. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't push it down. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't pretend like it's not there. Get it out there. Oftentimes we fear dealing with the fear. Right? We fear, ah, well, this is going to hurt. God. Yeah, it might hurt for a little bit, but better it hurt for a little bit than a whole years and months and a whole life of still dealing with that. Get it out there. Let's deal with it. Let's get it out there for God to take from our lives. So acknowledging your fear first is so important. I want you to look at, at David a little bit. Go way back. Throw it way back a little bit. David, before he's King David, 
He was anointed to be future king, but he had not become the king yet. King Saul was still the king at that time. And King Saul had gotten frustrated. The the presence of God had left him. And he was beginning to deal with these now evil spirits because the spirit of God had left him. And and, and he began to be filled with with these things. And now here comes David, who's now going to be the next king. He's already fought Goliath and killed Goliath. And now they're praising David. David's killed his ten thousands, right? And they're, 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 they're pumping David up and they're excited. And King Saul immediately goes to jealousy. And that jealousy turns into rage. And, and before you know it, King Saul is after King David to kill him. Here's this young whippersnapper. He thinks he's going to take my throne and, and my crown. And David's like, okay, boomer. And, and, and so, you know, there's this struggle that, that, that we're still facing in our world today, if we're not honest. But, but there's this battle. And King David, or King Saul gets mad and he's feared and he's filled with rage. And he's starting to try to kill David. And he begins to pursue David. And David goes on the run. David goes on on the run, and we see in Psalm 56, verses 2 through 4, we see David has a moment where he faces this fear. He faces this fear of what's going on in his life. Because this isn't just King Saul coming after him. This is King Saul and the entire army behind King Saul that is pursuing. This is a very real fear that David has. And so Psalm 56 Starting in verse 2, we see him begin to pray to God. And David says, my slanderers pursue me all day long. That's, that's the reality of the situation. The king and his entire army is after me. Every day and every night they're coming after me, he says. Many are attacking me in their pride. And then look at the honesty of what he says to God. What, or excuse me, when I am afraid. He says, God, I'm, God, I'm afraid. And when I'm afraid, though, here we go. God, God, God this is too much. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what's going to happen. But when I'm afraid, here's what he says. I will trust you. Fear will fight, or excuse me, faith will fight your fear. I will trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust. And then he says out loud, right? And, and I will encourage you to to, 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 to get this today, he says, I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? When I'm afraid, God, I'm going to trust you. There's nothing else I can do. I keep, I'm on the run. Where else can I go? So God, I'm going to trust you. That's all I know to do. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust in your word. I'm going to praise you through this. In you, I trust, Lord. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me. Let's think about that question though. What can mortal man do to David? Well, they can kill him. That's a very real reality, you know. They can kill him. They can capture him, Charlie, and torture him. They can do that. They can imprison him. They could, there's a lot of different things. But David shifted his thinking from the temporary to the eternal. He took his eyes off the situation and simply put it on the God that he put his trust in. What can mortal man do? to Look at the God that I serve. Look at the God that I'm putting my trust in today. What can mortal man do to me? See, we've got to shift our mindset and shift our thinking from the problem and the issue and the fear and the thing that we may be going through. Not that we're ignoring it, but so that we can deal with it and simply put our faith and our trust in God. Your faith will fight your fear. 
So acknowledge what it is that you're not trusting with God today. Be transparent. God, here's my great fear, and I choose to trust you no matter what. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And the next thing I want you to do is to simply seek God. Give it to God and seek him. Seek him until it goes away. Seek him until he takes that fear from you. Seek him in worship. Seek him in prayer. Seek him in his word. Look what his word says about your life, about who he is. Seek him. Seek him. Get some people around you to pray for you. Get some counsel from someone else. Seek God. Seek God when you're here. Seek him day. Seek him at, at night. Seek him until those fears are gone out of your life. Psalm 34, 4, we see David again. He says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. Don't you know you serve a God that will answer you? You need to be reminded of that today, that God will answer you. He hears your cries. He hears your prayers. He will answer you. And David knows that. And he says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. He will do the same thing for you today. Think about that. Think about that verse. I sought God and he answered me. He delivered me. He removed. He took whatever fear was holding me hostage. He removed every fear that I have. He, he, David sought God and God delivered him from those fears. People were trying to take his very life. There's having faith and then there's taking action on that faith. They're saying, oh, I believe in God. But then they're saying, hey, God is going to move in my life. They're saying, oh, yeah, I, I have faith. But then there's acting on that faith as well. John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, said, I've never known more than 15 minutes of anxiety or fear. He said, whenever I fear fearful, fearful, emotions overtake me. I just close my eyes and I thank God that he is still on the throne, reigning over everything, and I take comfort in his control over the affairs of my life. What faith that is. Will you have some faith like that today? You can do that. Today, many of you have heard of, um, of Beth Moore. You've heard of her. Maybe you've followed her, her teachings. And, and there's a, a story that she shares uh, where she was really dealing with the possibility of losing her husband. It was a very real fear for her in her life at a particular time. And this fear was really gripping, gripping her and, and, and keeping her from trusting God. And finally she had a moment where she was praying and she was having this conversation and she felt like God began to speak to her in this moment. So she said, God, what if I lose my husband? And she felt like God said to her, yeah, well, what, what if? And she said, well, if I lost him, I'd go numb and for the next few days my friends would probably help me get ready for the funeral and, and I would just, just kind of get through it. And God said, yeah, then what? She said, well, then I would, I probably wouldn't get dressed for a month. I would just sit at home and I would cry and I would cry and I would cry. And, and then she felt like God said, yeah, then, then what? And she said, well, at some point I would probably start to seek you and you would be faithful and you would help me get on with life. And she felt like God said, exactly, exactly. 
Man, I'm telling you right now, if you go down that train of what if, 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 if what if this happens, and what if I do lose my child, or what if, what if I do lose my job, and what, what if I, I do go bankrupt, what if, what if the economy tanks, and what if this happens, what if I get sick, and what if, what if that happens, and, and yeah, you are going to go through some difficult times in life, but what can mortal man do to us? Who is the God that you serve today? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. You need to declare that over your life today. What if this? What if that? What if? If you know God and you continue to seek him, he will sustain you. He will be your strength. He will be your peace. He will be the answers that you are seeking for today. The one who created you. The one who knows all things, the one who is all powerful, will take your fear away. Here's the deal the enemy, Satan wants you to be in bondage to fear. He wants you living stuck in that. He doesn't want you to get this. He doesn't want you to take the authority that God has given you. He wants you stuck. He doesn't want you in the game anymore. He doesn't want you pursuing your purpose that God has for you. He wants you to be bound in fear, but God wants to set you free. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Will you stand with me this morning? Worship team, you guys can come on up. I want you to live in faith today. I don't want you stuck in fear anymore. I don't want you held back. I don't want you held down. I don't want you suppressed and oppressed. God doesn't want you. That, that is not what God has for your life. What God has for you is power, is love, is freedom. Living with a sound mind. Living in faith that God is there with you. You are not alone. You don't have to deal with this uh, alone. I want you to begin to, to, to declare that fear. Whatever you're dealing with today, give that to God. Give it to God. Lay it at his feet today. And just like David, just like David, you can say with, with faith, full of confidence, saying, you know what? I'm set free from this fear today. I'm giving it to you, God. I'm not living it anymore. I'm not going to be consumed by it. I'm not going to be overcome with it. I'm not going to worry so much anymore because, God, you are on the throne. You are in control. Come on, will you lift your hands up right now? If you're dealing with fear today, give it to God. Speak it. Declare it. Come on, all across this room, begin to seek him today. Begin to ask him. Maybe, maybe you're not sure. Maybe today you need to say, God, is there anything? that I'm fearing today and I'm not trusting you with today. Come on, begin to worship him. Come on, as the worship team begins to, to play, would you begin to just seek him and begin to just lift up whatever fear you may have today and declare, say, God, I don't want to live in this anymore. God, we don't want to fear anymore, Lord. We want to, to be walking in your power, Lord, and in your love, Lord, and in faith, Father, today. Lord, let faith rise up in the room today. God, let, let faith, God, begin to conquer our fears, Lord. You are on the throne today. Come on, will you worship him, church? Will you seek, will you praise him through whatever fears you may have today? Come on, come on, come on, church, lift him up. Lift him up, whatever fears you may have. Is it your finances? Are you fearful that your bills are going to get paid this week and this month? Come on, lift that up to the Lord. If your marriage is struggling, come on, don't have to worry over that anymore. Have some faith. Pray over that this morning. Give it to God. Have you raised your kids up to know the Lord, but maybe they've gone astray? Give that to God. Don't fear that anymore. 
have some faith today? Are you struggling with your job and you're worried if this is going to work out? Have some, have some faith today. Do you fear what ifs in your life today? Have some faith. God is on the throne. Fear is not of God. It's time to fight fear today with faith in Him. Father God, right now, Lord, by the power of Your Holy Spirit and nothing else, Father, by the power of Your Holy Spirit, God, would You help us today conquer our fears. God, would You help us today, Lord, not worry over this and not, not to be anxious over the what ifs. God, help us, Lord, to have faith in you today, that you are here, that you are near to us. God, you don't leave us nor forsake us. God, we don't have to face these things alone, Lord. Let us have faith today. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.